Gannett Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, February 29th, 2024. And this episode number 756 of Barry on Deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Boy, the light is super duper hot and I don't know why. Alex! My brother, thank you uh, for the six biddies, my friend. Happy Thursday to you. I appreciate the fact that uh, I am your favorite streamer. That makes me feel good. Uh, that makes me happy, and I appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, much love to you, buddy. I appreciate that. I got to figure out why this light is hot. It is... It's making me look more pale and ghostly white than I normally am. Homer Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. <laughs> Hello, pooters. So, uh, yeah, we, last show of the week, last show, is Donna going to be on today? Is Donna going to be on today? I don't know. Uh, no, I'm not wearing makeup. Um, I'm looking at it. It's very white looking. It's very ghostly. Uh, do you, do you want to have Donna on today? Donna will cuss you out. You be careful what you wish for. Um, <clears throat> Cece said, yay, Donna on the show. <laughs> uh, Donna will be in the chat regulating the shit out of all of y'all. So don't, don't get it twisted. Yeah. I don't know why this is doing this. I think it has something to do with this damn camera. Look at that. Fixed. Done. Well, not really. It's supposed to adjust automatically. Hell, I don't know. It's, I think it looks a little better now, doesn't it? I think it got fixed. Nonetheless, hey, last show of the week, Um, we have some cool stuff to talk about. It's a, is, is it called a leap day? Is it called the leap? Is this is this leap day? What is what is today? I mean, I know it's February 29th. I don't know the technical term for it. And I wish I would have had more time. Hey, what up, E2D? Holy cow, it really has been a long time, pimp. I was gonna look up like fun facts about Feb 29, and I was gonna make you all kind of graphics. I just I uh I didn't have um enough time i did get a lot accomplished this morning unfortunately not a lot of it was for barry on deck it was for um barry 
I got some personal stuff handled. I got some professional stuff handled. Um, yeah, I got a lot of stuff done. Uh, I did try to get the TikTok stuff set up so that we could go live on TikTok. Unfortunately, your boy's TikTok isn't big enough yet. Gotta have 10,000 followers on the TikToks in order to be able to qualify to go live. So not there yet. Still got a, still got that mountain to climb. Uh, nonetheless, though. Um, yeah, we got, we got some cool stuff done today. So I just pulled this up and, uh, fired shining bright like a diamond. My G, my G ma, I was about to say my GMA, my good morning America was born today, but they put 28th on her certificate. That's interesting. So they go backwards. So I guess they don't go forward. They go backwards. Okay. That's that, that makes sense. I thought Barry was going for the Michael Jackson pale look. No. Uh, Donna said, I'm right here, and I will check all you sons of bitches, so you better watch it. Barry's itty-bitty ticky talk. Can we not? My TikTok is small. I don't... I really don't like the way this is sounding at all. Um, All right, here's here's some... some um, fun facts about Feb 29 based off of generative AI on Google. I just Googled fun facts about Feb 29, and this is what a generative AI search pulled up. Feb 29 is a leap day. So it is a leap day. It is not. You just call it the leap day, not the leap day, a leap day. It's a leap day. Not the leap day. That'd be weird. It's the leap day. Although I guess it is the leap day. It's a, a le- okay. It's the 60th day of a leap year in the Julian and Gregorian calendars. Wow. No one gives a shit. February 29 is a day when women have traditionally been allowed to propose to men. Now's your chance, ladies. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot, ladies. Now's your chance. Now's your chance. What's up, Tony the Handsome? E2D said, one more class to go, and I've finished my NBA. Dude, congrats, man. That's dope. Uh, Ladies, now's your chance. You traditionally uh, have to wait on that lazy-ass excuse of a man to propose to you. Not today. Not today. Not today. You get to propose to him. Every lady in America should be down on their knees. Proposing. Um... It says, um... February 29 is not really a legal day. Spoon! Spoony DJ. Spoon, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Spoon said, my wife found the Tito's in my car (laughs) and thought I was hiding alcohol because I forgot about it. (laughs) Yeah, Spoon and I hung out in Wichita after the show. He came to the caboose. Well, first... We went and bought some, uh, we was like, I was like, you want a drink? He's like, yeah. I was like, what you drinking? 
I was like, I like I like vodka. I was like, okay, I'll drink vodka. So we ran to the liquor store. Where? Well, first we ran to a cigar shop, which was like a weird speakeasy. And you had to knock on the door, and then they let you in. And then, like, I don't know. They didn't have any name-brand cigars. It was all off-brand shit. Some weird. So we just grabbed some random-ass cigars. Uh, then we went to the liquor store, got some vodka, got some Tito's, and some 7-Up. And then uh, then we hit up the um, the QT, got some slushes to put that vodka in, and uh, went to the caboose and hung out. And when I left, I was like, "Here, take this, take this Tito's, baby. I'm not, I'm not taking this shit back to Houston. You take it. We had probably about what half a bottle left. We didn't drink a lot. We didn't get shit faced. We were just hanging out, just enjoying each other's company. You know, it's not the gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Anyway, so he put it in his car, and apparently his wife found it and thinks he's an alcoholic. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to message her." And let her know that I had nothing to do with that. I saw her. Actually, I saw her profile pop up on my Facebook feed. So I'm going to friend her. Send her a friend request. And when she accepts it, then I'm going to be like, I just sent this. So I just need you to know that I did not buy that Tito's. I had nothing to do with that Tito's. He didn't even drink when we hung out. But I had ran out to my car. He left. Uh, that night, and then I ran out to my car to grab something, and I saw him sitting in the car, and he was drinking. I didn't know what it was. Get him in trouble. Um, <laughs> this is great. Uh, heartthrob. Why are you salty? Why are you salty, Philip Bernard? Why is Philip salty? I appreciate the thousand bits, though. Holy shit, brother. Much love to you, Philip. QT across the freeway from my place. It's awesome. Yeah, I like me some QT. Spoon's not a fan anymore, but I like me some QT. He needs to be a man and own it. Yeah, he does. That's right. Oh, you got to drive to KC tomorrow. Oh, that sucks. That does suck. That sucks bad. Yeah, he just needs to own it. He just needs to own the fact that that was all his and not mine, so. Spoon hung out in your caboose. Okay, can we, Cece, you know what? Nope. That's not how that was supposed to sound at all. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Amos? Amos said, what's going on with freaky man Barry today, freaky ass boy? What? Why am I a freak? I'm not freaky, bro. You're freaky. I think you're freaky. All right, back to Feb 29. In most countries, oh, yeah, Feb 29 is not really a legal day. Keep that in mind. And that's the thing. So when you propose to your man, you don't even really have an anniversary of the day you propose. It don't exist. In most countries, February 29 is the official birthday for leaplings in legal documents. I don't know what that means. What the fuck is What is a leapling? What is that? Leapling? In the U.S., some states allow leaplings to celebrate their birthday on either Feb 28 or March 1. So you can pick. That's kind of cool. Is there an advantage? Is there? I wonder if there's like an advantage of picking one over the other, going like forward to March 1 or back to Feb 28. I don't know. You want to be born in Black History Month? Do you want to be born in the Ides of March? I don't know. That's interesting. Truck driver, boogie! Choo-choo! Choo-choo, mi verga! What? 
I don't think that was appropriate at all, sir. And I apologize, TDP. Good to see you, sir. Donna! Donna, we got a hype train going. Holy shit. Donna, thank you for the 29 minutes. Sweetie, you guys just started the damn hype train. Look at this. Look at this. Thank you, guys. Uh, Joel! My boy, Joel. How you doing, buddy? Uh, good to see you, man. Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Hope you're well. What was that say? I have this I have this block in the chat. I keep swearing one day I'm going to put up a, um, oh, what's it called? Teleprompter. So that I can look at the lens and still see the chat. That way I don't have to be looking everywhere the whole time. I keep swearing I'm going to do that. I also keep swearing I'm going to clean my office so that the, and make it into a new studio. You see that ain't happening. Um, <laughs> Ray has said, fuck Pookie. What? Why so aggressive on Pookie, bro? Why so nasty? Uh, Spoon said, I'll let everyone know what my kid said about Barry. It's disturbing. Yeah, that was, that was a little creepy. It was a little creepy. But Alan Dizzle said, 12 noon, Feb 28 to 12 noon, March 1st. True that. True that. There's that like, there's a there's that gap uh, between uh, midnight Feb twenty eight and March one. There's just like a moment. It is a. It's not even a split second. It is a. That's it. That's your birthday. You were born on Feb 29. All right, let's get through the rest of these fun facts to start the show. Um, most countries, February 29 is the official birthday of leaplings. In the U.S., some states allow leaplings. Yeah, people born on Feb 29 are technically aging slower than other people. About 5 million people across the world are born on a leap day. Leap year babies are called leapers or leaplings. 4 million people in the world are leap day babies. <clears throat> there is a one in 1,461 chance of being a leap day baby. And since 1988, a two day long festival has been held every leap year in February uh, on February 29. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, let's see. Let's see if we can find some famous leap year babies. Famous. Let's see. Famous leap year babies or uh, let's do birthdays i guess that's all right the famous leap year birthdays famous people born on leap day uh your mom just that's not Spoon! <laughs> just to make noises <laughs> thank you for the noises spoon Thank you, buddy. I appreciate the 145 bits. You're the man, sir. Uh, what is this? Why does it say? Get out of here. Owl.com. All right. Um, famous people. Jen. Good to see you, sweetie. Get your ass back to work. Thank you for the 100 bits, Jen. I appreciate you. You're the best. All right. Leap day babies. Famous leap day babies. Famous people born on leap day. The most famous leapling of all is actually Superman. Fictional character born on leap day. Several celebrities have leap day birthdays, including rapper Ja Rule. What would I do without my baby? Singer Dinah Shore. 
Hockey player Cam Ward. Other famous Leap Day babies include motivational speaker Tony Robbins. Ah? Mark Foster of Foster the People. Okay. Late Law and Order actor Dennis Farina. Big band leader Jimmy Dorsey. Oh, I love Jimmy Dorsey. I don't know who the hell that is. Football coach Monty Kiffin, also known as Lane Kiffin's dad. And NASA astronaut Jack Luzma. Lausma? Luzma? Lausma? I don't know. L-O-U-S-M-A. Whatever, however the hell you say that. Lausma. So there you go. There's some famous, some famous leap babies. Uh, it's the rarest birthday on the planet. Well, no shit. No shit. Wow, thanks for the breaking news, Alabama.com. Flips it are those are Tony Robbins' teeth real. They're real to him, damn it. They're real to him. Thank you guys for the hype train. Level 2, 21%, 1 sub, 1,474 bits. All right, let's get this show rolling. We got some sports headlines. Come on. I'm Michael Lowry. <clears throat> um, no, not a train in Barry's caboose. Damn it, Alex. Stop that. Barry, did you see the Van Windshield pick I posted after the Wichita show? I tagged you and Felix on it. I did see that. I was kind of half asleep, and I think I was an hour and a half into a gummy, and then I forgot to go back to it. But I did see it. I, Sir, I, I did. Still not as bad as mine, though. I can I can assure you that. Uriel, thank you for the 100 bids, buddy. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, all right, here's the sports headlines for the day. CC, cover your ears. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Jerger, Jerjo, can we do that? Can we call him Jerjo? I think Jerry Jones needs a good nickname. That's what he needs. You know what I mean? He's got some scandal going on. He's, he's, oh, Papa JJ's not bad. Papa JJ's a pretty good nickname for Jerjo. But I think Jerjo kind of gives him a little pizzazz. You know what I mean? Gives him, hey, what's up, cats and kitties? My name is Jerjo. Papa JJ has like an old slant to it. He needs something young. It gets the people going. Anyways, Jerry Jones has to take a paternity test um, because this kid keeps won't leave him the hell alone. This lady keeps saying and swearing up and down that she's his, and now it's getting to the high courts. And a judge has upheld a decision requiring him to take a paternity test as part of a legal dispute with a 27-year-old woman who says that the billionaire is her daddy, her biological father. Texas judge on Wednesday rejected the appeal from Jones um, of, of a 2022 court ruling in a paternity case. And basically what the, 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 um, the appeal was, was like, uh, Your Honor, she ain't my damn kid. And uh, the judge was like, nah. So he's got to do it. It's it's funny because on in cases like this, when it's like you got to do a paternity test and prove you're not the daddy. It's like, why should I have to do that? I'm not the daddy. 
Well, then prove it. Why should I have to? Well, if you're not the daddy, it shouldn't be a big deal, right? So that's kind of, I think, where it falls to is this like, well, if you're not her dad, what's the big deal? So a judge rejected the appeal from Jones of a 2022 ruling in an attorney case brought by uh, Alexandra Davis, who alleged in a separate lawsuit she was she was conceived from a relationship Jones had with her mother in the mid-90s. Attorneys for Jones are challenging the constitutionality of the Texas law that would uh, compel genetic testing of Jones. In March 2022, Davis sued Jones, asking a judge to void a legal agreement she had with her mother, Cynthia Davis, reached with Jones two years after she was born. Uh, 1998 settlement allegedly said Jones would support them financially as long as they didn't publicly say he was Alexandra's father. Something the married owner of the Cowboys has denied. It's funny because it's like there's just this there's just this it's almost at this point like it's just guilt by association. Right? Because it's like uh we want a paternity test to prove that you're my daddy. It's like, well, I'm not your daddy. Um, and you signed an NDA that says you can't say that out loud because I didn't want nobody to know that I'm your dad. I mean, shit. Like all of the stuff that surrounds it is like just so weird. It's so blatantly obvious that he's probably allegedly all those words I'm supposed to use. He's probably her dad. Otherwise, why is he making such a big ass deal out of this? Otherwise, he'd be like, yeah, you know what? Come here. Come get some damn blood. I'm sick of this shit. Come on. What do you want me to do? You, do you need me to nut in a cup? You need me to, you know, what do you want? I'll do it. You need a swab. You need some, you need some nut. You need some blood. What do you need? Hair. Come on. Sick of this shit. I ain't got time for this. I'm doing, I'm doing Jerjo shit. All right. Papa JJ got things to do. Let's go. I got time for this kid that ain't mine. But when you fight that hard to suppress this shit and there's the uh, allegations of, you know, NDAs and you can't claim that, that's pretty sus. It's pretty sus. So we'll see how that turns out. Could could be long. It shouldn't be long now, I guess. Although I could see Jerry trying to keep running this through the court system if he has his way. Uh, Jerry probably does not remember. Oh, he remembers. What's up, Nikolai Papuski? Damn, old Papa JJ Lampite when he was in his late 50s is legendary. Yeah? Yeah? By the way, welcome to the show. First time chatter. Nikolai, welcome in, sir. Uh, I want to formally, formally welcome you to Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminac. I, uh... Hope you enjoy your stay here on the show. Uh, just quick, quick tour of the facilities. Down the hall on the left is the restrooms. Break room is on the right. No whores in the break room. Also, no doing drugs in the break room. You want to do that, you go out back. Um, yeah, make yourself at home. Uh, please don't eat the food in the fridge if it's not yours. And uh, the big number one rule around here is just be cool. Don't be an asshole. Love each other. That's it, man. Enjoy your stay. All right. 
Sissy said, first of all, in your 50s isn't old. Well, I'm still 49, so I'm going to go with yes, it is. But check back with me at the end of May. And then I will be like, no, it's not. But until then, um, shut up, Rudy Rod. Um, just break her off a check. See, that's the thing, Alex. But I think here's the thing, though, Alex. Breaking her off a check. No, Don says, shut your butt. I know, Don. I'm just playing. I'm old as shit. I'm old as shit. Here's the thing, though. Just breaking her off a check. That's not, no, getting a check is not getting a chunk of the estate, the generational wealth, getting all that money. You know what I mean? Like that's, if I'm your kid, I'm entitled to a cut. I'm entitled to, well, I mean, I guess you are. I guess you could be cut out maybe. I mean, I guess you don't have to. I'm trying to think, how does that work? I guess you could go and, and make an estate and be like, you know what? You don't get shit. I'm not giving you nothing. You're you're my dumbass kid and I don't like you, so I'm not giving you no money. I'm leaving it all to your other brothers and sisters. I mean, I guess you could do that. It's not like it's mandatory that you leave the money to your to a kid, so I mean, maybe she is messing up. Maybe she should have just taken the money and shut the hell up. No, it's the principle of it. I bet her mama's like, bitch, if you don't shut the fuck up and take this quarter of a billion dollars, principle my ass, you can't be no daughter of mine. Ain't no daughter of mine this damn stupid. You ain't my daughter and you ain't his daughter because neither one of us is this damn stupid to try to forfeit this much damn money. Dumbass. For him, it would be beneficial, but not for her. What, what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? Uh, kiss my ass, Wallace. Wallace said, you're 49. Shit! Shut up, Wallace. Uh, each of me and Barry birthday buddies. Yeah. At what age do you graduate from Cougar to Leopard? <laughs> you go from and you go from like what's the etymology you go from cat to bobcat to cougar to mountain lion to snagglepuss I don't know um <laughs> John Dory Ace asked CC um, at what age does a leopard become geriatric? Y'all gonna get y'all's ass whooped. I'm staying out of this. I'm staying out of this. I'm gonna let y'all get y'all's ass whooped. Um, yeah, I'm gonna let y'all get y'all's ass whooped. We're on to the next topic. Um, the Phillies, the Philadelphia Phillies have scrapped a dollar dog night. Leave it to Philly fan. Leave it to Philadelphia sports fan. To screw up Dollar Dog Night as only Philly fan could. Okay? 
It's not like it was like, oh, it's double A battery night at the ballpark. They wouldn't do that. We know, hey, it's switchblade night at Phil. At, no, they didn't do that. They didn't do like, oh, it's buy one, get three beers free night. They're not, they're not doing that. It's something as simple as dollar dog night for Philly fans. And these folks still can't help themselves. Still can't control themselves. Philly fan gonna Philly fan. They had to cancel it because Philly fan was buying a bunch of hot dogs and just chucking wieners at people. Just like it's just a dollar and they're just tossing wieners at the opposing fans and players and just slanging dongs at them while they're out there playing. <clears throat> and that's not okay, Philly fan. You can't just go throwing your wieners at people while they're playing baseball. You can't do that. It's not okay, and now you have cost yourself dollar wiener night because of it. Way to go. Now you'll have to figure another way to get a bunch of cheap wieners. Um, <laughs> says the, the Phillies officially ended the, promo, the popular promotion Thursday. Um, <laughs> and replaced it with two for one day. A statement from the team said they change was made, quote, based on the organization's ongoing commitment to provide a positive experience for all fans in attendance. Only Philly fan could take dollar dog night and turn it into a miserable experience for everyone. They're probably just saying awful shit. Hey, 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 whore. I heard you like wieners. Here, have a bunch of them. Just throwing them in some random opposing team chick's face because she's got on the uh, other team's jersey. Just awful, awful Philly fan. <clears throat> the article says, what was it positive about Dollar Dog Night? Yeah, exactly, right? What was it positive about that? Well, armed with projectile wieners, some unruly Philly fans began chucking their favorite uh, meat during a game last year, and the dogs soared like cans of corn throughout the stands and onto the field. The demand for the discount dogs also led to clogged lanes on the concourse and the cramped spaces led to security and safety concerns. On April 11 game last season turned into a Philly food fight with fans, largely good natured. They tossed their ballpark franks in several sections leading to multiple ejections. It wasn't just the throwing, said John Weber. It's the concourse, the crowds of everybody being in the same amount of stands. But obviously, you know, the throw-in was a little bit of a tipping point. You think? You think? Way to go, Philly fan. Just starting a high school food fight at the ballpark. Jesus. It's hilarious. Uh... It says the idea originally was much more family oriented. Yeah, because nothing says family like a bunch of wieners. 
Uh, recently family oriented four, five, six people and having a discounted concession item. As it morphed over time, it's gone more to a younger demographic, which is great as well, especially in April or, or May. Companies said ahead of the 2022 World Series when the Phillies play Houston that one of every three fans eats a hot dog. Okay. Yeah. So I guess they wanted to give out a bunch of them. And then the whole article is just riddled with corny ass hot dog puns. The unpopular move failed to cut the mustard. Ah! Huh? It failed to cut the mustard with fans. Ha! 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 Listen. Can I be frank? Ha! Ha! What? Oh! I doggone it, I did it again. Ah! Whoa! Yeah! It's one of the things I hate most about like the news and media. It never fails on like the news, by the way. The news is the absolute worst. The television news, anytime some shit like this happens, they just gotta go pun heavy. And it's just it's so cringe. They just it's just one after the other after the other. It's awful. Um what does this say? It says, uh, uh, unpopular move, failed to cut the mustard, even the highest branches of state government. Pennsylvania Senator Bob Casey responded to a writer from the Crossing Broad, uh, Crossing Broad website who complained about the decision with a post on social media. I agree, more dollar dog nights. Casey was a hot, uh, was a hot dog here when, what's it like? He took the high road on Thursday, posting on social media, double hot dog emojis. Sounds like a great way to fuel up. Okay. Rip dollar dog night, pork flu, heads rolled. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, somebody made a t-shirt, I guess. That's interesting. Texas Rangers sell dollar dogs at every Wednesday home game, and the Minnesota Twins do it as well. The Astros do it. I mean, a lot of teams do it. They just don't have a fan base that's like, hey, going to the game today. Probably need to stretch so I could chuck wieners at people all the whole goddamn game. Because, of course. Because, of course. Good luck, Philly fan. Good luck. Maybe if you... uh Get your shit together and act right. Eventually, you can catch up to the rest of us. <laughs> I got him again. <sighs> wonder how many hot dog puns I could make. Cisco said Total Dallas tries to catch him with his mouth. Oh, uh, that's funny. Total Dallas. You, just, you start chucking hot dog buns at Total Dallas. He's like, ah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny, man. Too funny. Did Total Dallas write that? No, Total Dallas didn't write that. All right, back to the headlines. We got to get through this. Let's go. Focus, people. 
Focus. All right. Um, the Dodgers Shohei Otani has a ring. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Amos said, okay, that's it. I'm out of here. Whoa. Really? Because of my hot dog puns? I thought you would really relish those. Ah! Come on! God damn it, he did it again. Can I get a scoreboard back here? I need a fake score. Pew, 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 pew. Fucking hitting them all. Hitting them all. I didn't hit mustard. I didn't hit ketchup. I didn't hit the relish. <laughs> Thomas said a Sean back today. Um, Cisco said Otani's out here marrying for papers. I, I don't think so. Eh, I don't think so. But yeah, Otani got him a ring. He's getting married. So Shohei Otani announced that he is married now. And um, I would also like to announce that this is the beginning of the end. That's it. It's over. Done. Career ruined. That's it. That's all, folks. Ruined. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, it's not, it's, is it because he's with a woman? No. He won't have time to focus now. He's not going to be focused on being the best two-way player. He's got he's going to be doting over his wife like a good man should. He's going to be taking care of her. He's still going to be good. He just won't be great, the greatest ever. The the have you know? He'll be like, "Eh, you know what? I'm going to go home." The wife is making my favorite. I don't know. I was going to sit here and work on a new pitch, but nah, I'm going to go home instead. So, sorry, Dodgers. Yeah, good luck, Dodger fan. Yo, what up since they bullrog? Trey said no more roadhead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here all night. Try the veal. Uh, flip that Mr. Otani, you are required to pay 250k a month for child support. He just got married. He just got married. Give him a minute. Jeez. Golly. All right. Last thing on the list of our sports headlines for the day. Uh, uh, done with the first faded Monsuta tourney. Ready to sleep for a week. Bro, I bet. I think I probably pronounced that wrong, too. Uh, but that's dope, dude. That was really cool uh, seeing what you did. That was that was cool. By the way, if you guys aren't uh, following Sensei Bullrog, you need to go You need to go follow him. And uh, Nikolai Papuski, thank you for the follow, sir. Uh, yeah, if you're not following, shout out. Sensei, is this, is this case sensitive? I don't know. We're about to find out. Oh, kiss my ass. Shout out. There we go. 
and Sable Rog. Nailed it. It's not case sensitive. <clears throat> oh, it was actually on the money. Nice. Because I'm a professional. Yeah, go uh, go check him out, man. Since Bullrock does some has some cool ass streams, I popped in for a little while, hung out. It was fun. Uh, you should go check him out. All right, last thing: college coaches are um, and you know college leaders are saying that there there needs to be something done. There's a there's a call for court storming regulations. Um. Conversation about court storming. This is an article on ESPN. It says uh, the uh, a conversation about court storming escalated over the weekend. Of course, after Duke star Kyle Filipowski was bumped by Wake Forest fans who spilled onto the floor. Incident unfolded just weeks after someone ran into Caitlin Clark. Flopper. On the ACC media teleconference on Monday, Shire said the ACC should implement a court storming ban now and not wait to address the issue in the offseason. Um, said Filipowski avoided major injury during the court storming incident, but was a little bit sore. Uh, 11 conferences, Atlantic 10, Big East, Big South, Big 10, Big 12, Conference USA, Mid-Eastern Athletic, Pac-12, Whack, Quick, Quick, Whack, Southeastern and West Coast. Recently told ESPN that the homeschool for a court storm could be subjected to a fine under certain circumstances. ACE, uh, the ACC does not issue fines for court storming, and a person with knowledge of the situation confirmed to the Associated Press that the league does not intend to fine Wake Forest. Um, here's the deal. And somebody said, let's get rid of it. I don't see the positive impact from a visual standpoint. Um, what happened the other day watching it live, it, it could have been a lot worse. The safety measures up until recently have been with the visiting team educating their own players on how to handle it. You know, some people have said, well, you know, um, maybe have somebody there where you usher them out first. Well, what if the last play of the game was a, a game-winning bucket? The kids are going to storm the court. Listen, it's... The way you prevent this, okay, there's a couple of things. One, um, you can't just say, okay, no more storming the court. That's not going to work. And unless you get enough security guards to form a physical human shield surrounding the court, which is going to look super weird on a broadcast, <clears throat> then that's not going to work. Hey, much love to say Bullrock. Appreciate you, homie. Um, you could try to put up a little, you know, tape or what do they call them? Uh, one of those little rope things, extensions or sustanchions or whatever. I don't know what the hell they're called. None of that's going to work. Here's what I'm telling you needs to be done. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to mark this and clip it because, again, you guys are going to come back next week because you're, go you're going to hear it here first, and then you're going to be back here next week because some, some talking head genius at a national level is going to say it later after I say it. And then you're going to believe that it's a good idea. But you won't believe it when I say it. Okay. But I'm going to go ahead and clip it because I'm telling you now, this is the solution. All right?
So go ahead and get your little pen and paper out. Go ahead and write it down. This is how you solve the court storming. All right. You have a few security guards strategically located throughout the perimeter of the court. And then they just mace the shit out of the kids as they start running out. They just, they got one on each side and they just, and they have a, they basically like, as long as there's like, they ain't got to be arm to arm because the mace will shoot like six or eight feet each way. So you can be, you know, six or eight feet plus another six or eight feet apart, but you just start macing the shit out of these kids. I'm telling you right now, you just, just giving them the business. You know what I mean? Macing them. Hey, maybe we'll get a couple, I don't know, get some dogs. I don't know. Uh, maybe a couple lions. I know. Better yet, moat. Let's put a goddamn moat around the court. How about that? You really want to storm the court? Swim for it, bitch. You want to storm the court? You want to get out there on the hardwood? How bad do you want it, kid? Huh? How bad do you want to be out there? Mm-hmm. Bad enough to swim through a moat? Hope so. Hope so. Turn t-shirt cannons into mace cannons. God damn it! This guy's a genius. This guy's a damn genius. This is just... You see, and it doesn't even really cost that much extra. You know what I mean? During the game, you're just firing up. Just, hey, who wants a shirt? Yeah, okay, all right. You're like three minutes left in the game. All right, give me the conversion kit. Hey, who wants to be blind for the next 20 minutes? Make a move, bitch. Make a move. Storm the court. I dare your ass. Jump. Jump. Love it. Love it. Amy said, what you trying to say, Barry? About what? Player safety? I'm trying to say there's a way. I'm trying to say there's a way. I mean, I don't know if the alligators in the moat. I'm just saying, like, you know. I'm saying you get a couple of lions. You know what I mean? You get some mace. You get a moat. If they storm the court at that point, don't by God, just let them have the damn court. But also, that buys you enough time to clear the court uh, from the visiting team to begin with. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's... Also, I think this. Uh, I also think... Oh, no, about the callback from yesterday. Oh. I also think... I also think just tell the losing team they can swing on them. How about that? Hmm? Cash me outside. How about that? Yes. Are kids allowed to storm the court? Sure. But now players are allowed to just swing on them. They're just allowed to go holy hell. Just start windmilling on these bitches. I mean, let's go old school Barry on deck. Remember when I taught you guys the get off me method? Let's go. Let's bring that shit back. Just 
just getting after this. Get off me, mother. Just like, wow, you're just windmilling through that bitch. Let's get it. Yeah. Axe Villanova, that's right. Take that, take that, take that. I like it. I think instead of trying to prevent the court storming, you just make it some consequences and repercussions. You know what I mean? Maybe just give the visiting teams, uh, coaches, and training staff some pellet guns. And just let them shoot their way out. Like them zombie games you see when you're scrolling on TikTok and Instagram and shit. You just kind of back to back. You know what I mean? That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like anyways. Watch a, watch, watch a court storming. When you watch a court storming, all it is is just a zombie game on your phone. That's all it is. So why not let them just get back to back and just, da, 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 you know, not murder, not murder. Just pellets, you know, leave some welts. And for the kids, it's victory welts. That's all it is. What happened to your body? Oh, those, these are wind bumps, mom. Don't worry about it. It hurt, though. It's a win-win. It's a, it's a damn win-win. Minus the ads. Yeah. Have any of y'all ever fell for one of those, downloaded it? Have any of you ever watched one of those games and been like, man, that looks awesome. I'm going to download and play one of those. I've never done it because I'm like, this is total horseshit. I guarantee you, you go download that game and it sucks. Anybody ever downloaded one? Anybody ever downloaded one? Huh? Huh? What's up, uh, Brother Bear? Brother Bear said, uh, better zombie game, T-L-U-T-W-D or Resident Evil. What the hell is T-L-U? What the, f- what the hell is a T? <laughs> Perry said, they got me once. It was a shitty game, wasn't it, Perry? Tell the truth, Perry. Tell the truth, Perry. You saw that zombie game. You're like, man, that looks so badass. You just like, you just backing up, backing in the shit, getting new guns. and Man, that looks fun. Oh, The Last of Us. Last of Us. I haven't played any. I played The Last of Us. I didn't play Resident Evil, Resident Evil or The Walking Dead. I didn't play none of that. Last of Us was okay. <sighs> Perry, Perry downloaded it expecting some crazy shit and just got like, damn. It, it, should, it should just look like Pong. Just. Well, I bet you were pissed. Oh, I bet you were so mad, Perry. You were like, this ain't, this is bullshit. Tower defense games are fun. You know what I used to love? I used to love playing uh, uh, Age of Empires. It's a nerdy-ass game. But I would just kill some time, especially when I was on the road um, for IT shit. Because I'm just, you know. It's, it's boring. You'd be on the plane or whatever. I would I'd fire that bitch up on my laptop. Just start a campaign and just play against the computer. Big map. Just me and my little civilization. Just getting wood, getting mining, and killing animals, getting food. 
building up my armies. Shit was wild. Age of Empires was fun. I never played Civilization, ever. Never, ever. Always played Age of Empires. That wasn't my shit. Civilization, never played it. Age of Empires was the tit stuff. That was fun. Um, snakes. Nice, brother bear. Well done. Congratulations, sir. You're 112 years old. And you would still not be the oldest man or the oldest person in the city of Houston. Did you guys know? Did you guys know that the oldest person in the country lives right here in the city of Houston? She's 114 years old. Let me find this. Um, hold on. I have this on my other. Uh, Hoo-ha! Got y'all in check. Let me find the uh, tab. What is this shit? Why is this? What is this? Well, I got some weird ass tabs open on some other stuff. This is weird. Boy, I be doing some weird shit when them gummies hit. No, none of it's porn assholes. It's just weird shit. Uh, let's see. Do baby shark. Do 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 baby shark. Doo. You're all welcome. Be singing that shit the rest of the day. <sighs> see does this mole look okay no that's not it hmm ah there we go there we go yo 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 check this shit out look at this look you look at it this is crazy this is from, uh, this is Elizabeth, Elizabeth Francis. There she is. There she is. Look at that sweet thing. Look at Elizabeth Francis, you guys. Look at her. Look at that sweet thing. Elizabeth Francis. There she is. 114 years old. That's Miss Elizabeth Francis to you. She is 114 years old. She was born in Louisiana in 1909. She is the fifth oldest person in the world. Um, yeah, it's her and then Jerry Jones. And I'm just kidding. Um, it says Francis is now the fifth oldest person in the world, according to the both Longeva Quest and gerontology research group uh she turned 114 on february 22nd and she earned the distinction oh i'm sorry elizabeth francis 114 years old earned the distinction after the february 22nd death of california resident edie cacarelli who was 116 that's kind of messed up. It's kind of messed up when your competition, you're just like, come on, bitch. Just waiting on her to die. I'm next. <laughs> like, that's kind of messed up. Um, she was born in 1909 and le is less than two years younger than the oldest human on earth. 
That is 116-year-old Maria Brañas Moreira of Spain. Japan's Tomiko Ituka and Brazil's Ina Canabora Lucas. Okay. Both are 115-year-old women. Um, They're second and third in the global age rankings. And Juan Vicente Perez Mora. Is 114 year old, uh, 114 years old from Venezuela. He's fourth, holds the distinction of being the world's oldest man. So, f- of the five oldest people on the planet, four of them are female. Yeah, four of them are female, and um, I think that's important to note because you know there's there's some science to it actually it's because y'all just fucking talk us to death god damn can we get a moment <laughs> i'm just yeah I'm just oh god someone's gonna snitch to my wife again oh that reminds me just so we're clear just gonna say this real quick and we're gonna move on um yes we do have a snitch on this show who some people that watch this show do go back and snitch in title to Nora. So count on a lot less personal information coming from your boy as we go forward. Uh, I don't fuck with that. So, yeah. All right. So this is uh, Elizabeth Francis. And the crazy thing is this, that's her, that's her daughter on the right. And she's like, I think she's 90-something. Uh, it says, Houston resident Elizabeth Francis uh, is 114. Her daughter, Dorothy Williams, on the right, and her granddaughter, Ethel Harrison, is on the left. So that's her granddaughter on the left there, and that's her daughter on the right. Yeah, 114 years old. I'm going to tell you right now, she looks damn good for 114 years old. Crazy? She looks damn good. Um, it says, "Quote: If the good Lord gave it to you, use it." Francis said, according to Longevity Quest, "Speak your mind, don't hold your tongue." Okay. Uh, excuse me. Francis of Houston had a sister who lived to 106 years old before her death in 2011, according to Longevity Quest, who said Francis lives with her. Oh, there you go. 94 year old daughter Dorothy. And is cared for by her 68-year-old granddaughter. Myers visited Francis in July to celebrate her 114th birthday. Visiting her with a Texas-shaped plaque for being the oldest living person in the state. At the time, according to Longevity Quest, Francis said one of her secrets for living a long life was expressing herself freely. If the good Lord gave it to you, use it. Speak your mind. Don't hold your tongue. And that's what I've been trying to tell you. Y'all can suck it. Okay? Y'all can suck it. Uh, Yeah, definitely good genes. Definitely good genes. Alan said I knew her mom. What? Amos, it looks like she's been telling her kids and grandkids we live in the last days for the last 20 years. <laughs> Ah, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Jensen, amen to that. 
World War One, World War Two, Korean War, Vietnam War, Desert Storm, Iraq, Afghanistan, the War of the Kardashians, all that, <coughs> all that. She's seen some shit since 1909. That's crazy. So now there's officially nobody alive that was born in the 1800s. We know that. That's a, that's that's that ship has sailed. That's a sad day. Uh, all right. So yeah, I've been wanting to get that in there. Uh, and I think that's all the headlines, right? We got them all in. Yes, college coaches coach storming. All right, that's that. Got that in. Hey, we are going to look at. We looked at it last year. Thought we would revisit it, kids. Should be a fun time on the show. We're going to revisit the annual NFL Players Association report cards. Every year, the NFL Players Association gets together and all of the players um, do their little grading system and they grade teams on things like Owner, head coach, uh, weight room, training staff, all that stuff. So we're going to look at the grades for your teams. All the teams. We'll look at them. Who's best? Who's worst? And where did your favorite team fall? Uh, yo, Brother Bear. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you for stopping by, my friend. Uh, don't be a stranger. Pop back in anytime, my friend. You're always welcome here in the living room. <laughs> that was a throwback to me and Joel. Um, yeah, so we'll look at the, all of them. We'll look at all of them. Let me see. It was a, oh yeah. So we'll look at the report card and we'll see how everybody got graded. Uh, Nikolai Popuski said, remember when Arizona made their players pay for their food? Yes. That's what we talked about last year or the year before. I believe. I wonder if they still do. Cause they gave all that money to, <laughs> to Tyler Murray. It's it's quite possible. It's quite possible. Uh, but we're going to look, and I think some of this might surprise you and some of it might not. Because you can sort by each category and see who's the highest rated, who's the lowest rated, and everywhere in between. So it it's pretty interesting. Um, some of them definitely surprised me, and some of them I was like, mm, yeah, that, that probably checks out. That probably makes a lot of sense. Uh, so we'll get to that. And I've got those player report cards. I still never did that one thing that Heartthrob had. The most wins in the NFL since 2018. And we can take a... Okay, that's... That picture didn't work. Well, I can I can re-download it, but we can look at the most wins since 2018. Um, and then I've got some non-sports stuff, including... Including... Oh, shit, I never... Tweeted out the show. Damn it. What is a tooth worth in 2024? Now, I'm not talking about, you know, one of y'all's old raggedy ass East Texas decaying, stinking ass cavity tooth. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what is a tooth worth for the tooth fairy. I think you'd be surprised about that too. Did it go up? How much? Has inflation 
I mean, is there is there a run on enamel? Are we in an enamel crisis? Are we? We'll find out. This is the cutting edge topics you can expect on this show that you get nowhere else. Yeah, Alex Villanueva is that Romy Rome tooth? Hell yeah, Jules sitting on a gold mine. Bitch, like I know what I got. I know what I got. <laughs> Cisco, the price of teeth is too damn high. <clears throat> Christopher Sam Muser said, I wonder if the Texans players knew Janice McNair was the owner when they took the survey. Mm, no, she's not going to be the one. No, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it would go, I mean, Cal would be the the one. You know what I mean? I know what the damn, <laughs> CeCe said, I know what that damn root canal cost me two days ago. How much was it, CeCe? Can you ballpark it? Can you ballpark it? Huh? You can be frank about it. Ballpark, Frank. He just, he just let off another one. Let's go. Come on. Doing it up big. Uh, did you see what Red House, po- Rev House posted on X yesterday? This lady had her nails shaped like a human's teeth. No, I, I didn't see that. That's That's weird. That's super weird. Uh, Cece said, oh, my God. Cece, are you serious? <gasps> Girl, that's crazy. A root canal costs you 1200 with insurance. And I haven't paid for my crown yet. Damn. 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 All right, we're going to take a break. I'm going to go brush my teeth. I'm going to go brush my teeth. Whew, shit, that's a lot. That's nice that I definitely put that last one in your act, Barry. I don't know what you're talking about. What last one? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, $1,200, that's crazy. I've had one, two. I've had at least two root canals. I think two. Yeah. Everyone's always like, oh, they're so bad. I'm like, bitch, I slept through mine. Both of them. Both of them. Just slept through them hoes. Slept. Missy just put a spacer in there. Flip your ghetto ass mouth. Flip out here giving dental advice and shit. Just put a spacer in there. Just... Flip. Meanwhile, Flip's mouth just looks like a sparse parking lot and shit. Flip's mouth looks like an after-hours club parking lot. There's all kind of gaps and shit, and all crooked. Like, but look at this motherfucker got two spots taken up. Just what? Look at this old raggedy ass too. This motherfucker parked on the line, and this one's out in the lane. <laughs> Ain't nobody taking tooth advice from you, Flip. Hey, what's up, B-Handed? Thank you for the lurk, buddy. Uh, Perry said, I should have been a dentist. Yeah, no shit, right? Flip said, I have extra teeth. What are you, a fucking fish? Cisco said, just get a gold tooth. There you go, Cece. Get you one of them silver teeth like one of your nephews or nieces. <laughs> okay, God damn it. 
That was racist. Oh my God, Barry, that was not okay. Am I lying? Am I lying though? Am I lying though? Am I lying though? <laughs> Nora got some of them nieces and nephews. All right, look, listen, listen, Linda, Linda, listen, Linda, Linda. <laughs> This is going to say silver tooth babies are the worst. They the devil. There's evil in them silver teeth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cisco on Twitter. Barry telling us the price of teeth. I'm not going to spoil it, but I will say it. <laughs> That's a good tweet, Cisco. Thank you, sir. <laughs> CC. We have insurance in my family, Barry. No silver teeth. None of your nieces and nephews. Nary a one of them has a silver tooth. Not one of them. You ain't got one nephew that slipped through the cracks. You ain't got one nephew when there was like almost no child left behind. But then they were like, well, it was a downtime for us. And, you know... He just happened to get a cavity at that moment, and we was in between jobs. Cece said, not one. My kid had braces twice. Damn. I'm going to tell you right now, you had some you had some jacked up teeth if they had to put braces on twice. We aren't living that life. Damn. Twice? Did they not take the first time? Is that what happened? Like, they did them and then took them off? She didn't wear her retainer, I bet. Yeah. That's 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 what gets you. That's what gets you. You don't do what you're supposed to when they tell you, and then you wake up one day and your shit is crooked again. I blame, I blame her dad at Jacked Up Jaw. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how they get you. That's how they get shit grill like a bear. <laughs> it's family insurance. It sure isn't from her job. Oh, damn. Um, I had braces, but I had adult braces. I'm going to tell you right now. There's n- I, I hated adult braces. That shit is so embarrassing. That shit is embarrassing. I mean, like, you... N- that, you be sitting there hanging out. You just, you just hanging out. You're like, hey, everybody. You got them stupid ass hair. It's embarrassing as shit. Look, Tiny Hugo, Larry Johnson. <laughs> Did Grandma Ma have jacked up teeth? I don't think so. Let's see. Let's go see. Just Google Larry Johnson teeth. Huh? He did that at gold ass tooth. <laughs> Let's take a look into the past, shall we? Oh, yeah. You're right, Cece. You're right. I'm blaming the daddy. Braces are also for correcting jaws. No shit. I thought it was just teeth. I thought it was just teeth. 
I have the I have a uh a wire on the inside of my bottom teeth. But I stopped wearing my um No, he was ugly. (laughs) I stopped wearing my uh, retainer on the top after like a year. And thank God, they never really moved too much. Jen says, CeCe gonna kill (laughs) y'all. Jen said, I just just dished out $1,600 for the seven-year-old. She needs braces. That only covers the spacers. She. <laughs> what? $1,700 or $1,600 only covers the spacers? I'll be like, baby girl, I hope you like spacers because that's what you get. But my teeth are still crooked. Well, at least they're crookedly spaced out. Perfect. Shit. Better get a job. I'm seven. <laughs> Better get a paper route or some shit. Open up a lemonade stand. Shit, you better open up a gravel grinding business with them teeth and just <laughs> trash compacting business or some shit. Uh, put them teeth to work. Uh uh-uh. uh. 17. Hell no. Hell no. I don't remember how much my braces were. I want to say it was like a couple grand. That's crazy. $1,600 just for space. See, 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 this is why, this is why, put it on the list. Put this shit on the list of the long, I'm talking, hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, scroll list of reasons why I don't want to have kids. This is just another one, just another one on the list. I mean, my list, it might as well be the Vietnam War Memorial. That's how I mean, That's how much shit is on my list of reasons why I don't want to have kids. This is just another one. Let's put another name up there. It's crazy. My daughter's braces were four grand. Just. Some of y'all just need to. Take your kids to another neighborhood and drop them off. Let them go. Just like a dog you can't afford no more. Just. Be like, you want to go to the park? Yeah, that'd be fun. Get in. <laughs> Just go to another neighborhood. Pull up. Get out. Can I go slide, Daddy? Yeah. Gone. Daddy's going to wait in the car. Okay. As soon as that door closes. Run down that little ass to the slide and get on. Look at me, Daddy. Daddy's watching. Done. Done. My daughters were $4,000 and $1,700 balance after insurance. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> exactly, CC. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. Alex Willow really said, go down to Irvington. He said, nah, that's how you end up with them silver teeth. Uh-uh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Jen said, I tried that with the boy, Barry. I dropped his ass off at Warden. <laughs> Jen done tried it. Oh, that's some funny shit. Oh, that's so funny. I know, Donna. That's what I'm trying to tell you. 
I'm trying to tell you I would be a worthless parent. I'm a deadbeat dad. I don't even have kids. I don't, I make no bones about that. I make no bones about that. I'd be a terrible dad. Terrible. Uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. No thanks. I mean, I love, like, you know, my nieces and nephews when they were kids. And it was cool. You know, they're cute and all that. That's, I like spoiling them and all that shit. But I ain't trying to raise them little nasty-ass kids every day. No. Hell no. No, that's too much. No thanks. Then they want to they get older and start sassing you and shit, talking back. <sighs> then you got to pay for college. After they just got through being ungrateful as fuck for four or five years. You know what I mean? All through high school, they just talk shit to you, look down on you like you're a fucking idiot. Like you're, you're like, you're just, <laughs> oh, whatever. Like, bitch, I will, I will fuck you up. Do you understand what I will do to you? Mm -mm. And then they want you to pay. Now I got to pay for college. Hell no. No. You're you going to be dumb is what's going to happen. Uh, bear, 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 little kids. Buddy, my little kids. My kids not going to college. They all about to be truckers. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Lord, I come to you humbled, begging the silence does not need braces. <laughs> Perry over here just praying. Dear Lord, I come to you humbly. I know there's a lot of bad things in this world, Lord. I understand right now that people are searching for peace in the Middle East and the Ukraine. There are hungry people. I get it. I really can't fade no crooked ass teeth on this kid, Lord. If you could see it in your heart to keep that boy and his teeth on the straight and narrow. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Oh, that's so funny. Once you teach them how uh, to was their ass, what? What I don't I don't know what that said. Once you teach them how to was their ass, right? You're on autopilot. Oh, wash their ass, right? You're on autopilot for at least six years. Shit, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. It's 3.30. We're halfway through the show. We'll be back at... Uh, we're going we're, we're going to 5 today. Uh, and I got to pee, though. Because, you know, your boy been doing this little water thing. I'm almost done. This is my second one for the day. And then I can have a Diet Coke. Thank God. Sick of this stupid-ass nasty water. Heck yeah. Okay. Hey, bleep blue. What's up, player? Uh, welcome back, Saul Jerry Friday. Uh, Saul Jerry Friday, that was good. Where can I see you? Where'd you see Jerry at, brother? Where'd you see Jerry at? That's dope, man. And thank you uh, for resubscribing. Six months, man. That's uh, that's badass. Hey, I'll answer that when I get back. Tell me where you saw Jerry, but I gotta pee real quick. So save it. I'll be back. In a minute, all right? I'll be back in just a minute. 
two shakes of a tail feather. I don't know. I got to pee. I'm about to piss my pants is what's about to happen in this in this piece. OK, let me go pee. Uh, I'll come back and then we'll continue the show. All right. In the meantime, you guys sit on the corner and do some dope. And then uh, we'll come back. We're going to talk NFL Players Association grading teams, owners, coaches, facilities, food, travel, all that. It's the finally the players turn to have a voice. Uh, and we'll talk about the cost of teeth. Has the cost gone up, down? What's the, what, what's the deal? How much can you get for a tooth from the tooth fairy? All that and more. Uh, right after this, this is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. I got more to give you. That was weird. I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner, corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed.
Hey, welcome back to the second half of the show. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, not bad, not bad. It looked like Cisco left. He had to work. That's okay. Love you, buddy. Uh, Crystal, what's up, Crystal? Don't you leave, girl. Chris said, I'm back. Had to switch buses from the last time. Nice. Crystal was in early today. That's what's up. By the way, Donna cold-blooded. Donna is cold-blooded. You think I'm about to let this go? You think I'm about to let this go? Come on, man. Donna out here with chat of the week. Chat of the week. Donna had a question uh, for truck driver Pookie. Cisco set this shit up. He's like, hey, truck driver Pookie, Donna had a question for you. Donna said, hey, truck driver Pookie, we were talking about wieners, and I wanted to know if it hurts when you get hit by a wiener. Uh, Dr. Dre on 290 said to ask you. (laughs) Donna, you ain't shit for that. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. You guys are crazy. Uh, Bleep Blue said, Smart Financial has no leg room for over 5'8". Really? Traffic was, uh, who'd you go see? You saw Jerry, who'd you go see? Jerry who? I'm driving, damn it, Donna. Truck driver Pookie said, yeah. <laughs> He's probably, yeah. He's, uh-oh, what is this? Oh, Seinfeld. I was like, Jerry Rocha? Uh, Jerry, uh, uh, um, Wayne Longmire was like, which Jerry are you talking about that you went to go see? I don't, I didn't know. I was like, I don't, but, oh, okay. I get it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Donna, by the way, uh, leave, leave truck driver Pookie alone. He is, uh, he's out there driving and you know, he's out there driving his car. Doing the best he can do. And we don't want him to wreck. So leave him alone while he's in his car. Oh, please. <clears throat> Don said I wanted to go see Kevin James this weekend, but the tickets are expensive. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Jerry Springer. No, Jerry Springer passed away, bro. There's passed. He's there passed away. Uh, okay. Um, but, oh, hey, real quick. Uh, um, oh, local sports FM radio is giving them away. Oh, 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 hey, I just wanted to say real quick. Thank you guys for the thankful Thursdays, uh, supporting the show. Really do appreciate that, man. Uh, you guys is the best and, um, you guys are like many producers of the show. And I appreciate that. So thank you to Donna for the $10 Thankful Thursday. Thank you to PP Dubs uh, for the $7 Thankful Thursday. I, I'm going to read the messages here. Uh, Donna. Let me see. Yes. Donna, she said, happy Thankful Thursday. Donna, thank you for the $10 Thankful Thursday. PP Dubs, thank you for the $7 Thankful Thursday. Sylvia said, happy BOD Thankful Thursday, sweetie. Thank you for the $5 Thankful Thursday. CC. CC said, uh... Hashtag lank. 
Happy Alabama Day. Hashtag personal. Thank you, uh, CC, for the $5 thankful Thursday. Jen, God, you work here, girl. Stop this. Thank you for the thankful Thursday, Jen. Uh, much appreciated. Love you guys all. And uh, Alex Villanueva sent in a $10 thankful Thursday. And he said, awesome week, B. Always fun here in the community. 100. And uh, fuck them Rangers. So, yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys all, one and all, for supporting the show, man. Much appreciated, as always. Um, helps keep it going. And uh, we're just rolling along. Uh, all right, speaking of that, let's get to these report cards from the NFL Players Association. Let's see what they say about their employers. Yeah? Let's do it. All right. Oh, I'm so excited about this. It's fantastic. Um. Oh, yeah, Bleed Blue said, where can I see you? I don't really have... Uh oh, I do need to talk about that, Dre. You're you're yeah, you're right. I need to talk about that. Um, that's a good point. That will be on the agenda today. We got we got plenty of time. It's three forty five. We got about an hour left in the show, hour and ten. So we good. I'll get to that. I promise you. And that's an that's an interesting topic. It's a very interesting topic. Jerome and I fought about that actually uh, when I was driving back from Oklahoma City. But yeah, I'll don't let me forget though. Okay. Because I will. I'll probably be rambling and shit and forget. Uh, so let's get into this. I forget I was going to do something. Oh, hell, I don't remember now. Um, all right, let's just pull this up. So here, sometimes shit don't cooperate. And that's okay. That is okie dokie fine. All right, here is the NFL Players Association. I'm trying to. Oh, well, no, that didn't, that didn't go how I had hoped. This might be kind of hard to see, gang. Um, I think that'll work. And then I'll just have to scroll over. Yep. All right. Uh, so we're going to go through these. Here's a little uh, summary at the top, okay? Oh, uh, Bleed Blue said OKC is fine, but everyone poos on it. Oh, I, I was like, what? Yes. So I was coming back from OKC. Yeah. OKC's fine. It was cool. I was actually uh, in downtown OKC. There's nothing wrong with that. It was actually pretty nice. I was in Bricktown. Wasn't bad, actually. Mm, not, not bad at all. Um, so, yeah. All right. So here it is. Uh, one of our core jobs as a union is to improve the overall working conditions for our players, which includes the daily experience of players at the team facilities away from the lights and the cameras. 1,706 of our players provided information to share with one another about their current club to not only help them uh, make an important career decisions, but also help raise standards across the league. Our goal our goals were to highlight positive clubs, identify areas that could use improvements, and highlight best practices and standards. To learn more about the background of these initiatives, read a note from President J.C. Treader here. We ain't reading that. All right. To see each team's individual report cards, click their team name and scroll to see all 11 categories reviewed. So that's what this is. You're going to see these categories, right? 
So, um, I don't know if this is like the, oh, let's see, go far right. And that's owner, right? So you've got owner, head coach. Uh, let me let me get back out to a hundred. I may just may just have to do that because this is a lot. This is a lot of categories here. So we'll start on the left, and then I'll I'll move over. So you've got uh, tr- uh, treatment of families, food and cafeteria, nutritionist or dietitian, locker room. You've got a training room. I didn't think that was going to work. That actually worked. Training staff, weight room, strength coaches, team travel. You've got head coach and owner. So that's all the different categories that they ranked these in. Um, And then like this is alphabetically and then we can go category by category, right? So let's start with uh, uh, treatment of families, all right? There are only four teams that got an A, which really speaks volumes, I think. Four teams got an A in this. Which means that they're, the players weren't really uh, feeling the way that, that their families were treated overall. But only four teams, and the best of those was the Minnesota Vikings. They got an A. The Cowboys, the Dolphins, and the Niners all got A minuses, but they got A's. But they all got an A minus. Houston Texans got a B plus. Yep. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Carolina Panthers, Detroit Lions got a B. And then the Baltimore Ravens got a B minus. Um, the Bears, Packers, uh, Raiders got C pluses. Falcons, Giants, Eagles, and Seahawks got Cs. And then, man, that's a lot of D. That's a lot of Ds. These nuts. Oh, boy, look at that. Oh, like a D-plus is good. A D-plus. So, Arizona, Denver, Kansas City got a D-plus. The Saints, Titans, Colts. uh, Or, sorry, Titans were all D-pluses. The Ds in here were the Colts and the Rams. D-minuses were the Browns, Jags, and Jets. You had two Fs, which was the Chargers and the Bucks. And then the absolute worst you could get on this was an F-minus. And four teams got it. Bengals, Patriots, Steelers, and Commanders all ranked horribly when it came to treating the players' families well. Wow. Interesting. Chiefs look like they have some problems based on their scores, but those dudes are jealous of Mahomes' contract overall. Eh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about jealousy of that. I don't think that that would sway the voting per se. I don't think that would change the voting. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that would be the case. All right, up next is food and catering. Dolphins once again. I mean, look at the Dolphins. A's in everything. The Dolphins literally got A's in everything. Every category. That is amazing. Heartthrob, where are you at, brother? 
The lowest rating the Dolphins got. They don't even have an A. Oh, they got an A minus in treatment of families. Everything else the Dolphins got was A's and A pluses. That's wild. Good for you, Dolphin. Uh, Eagles doing pretty well. A lot of A's on the Eagles, too. Niners, lots of A's and B's and well, a couple C's. Okay. Uh, Texans up there, too. All right, so food catering. Dolphins got an A. Eagles got an A. Niners with an A minus. Texans with an A minus. So there's your four A's. All right. All right. We can kind of skip some. We'll skip around. Cowboys got a B. I'm just going to try to find some teams that you guys have, um, you know, in the chat. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Jeff Bell, who's not here, but his Broncos got a B for food. Titan Hugo. Titan's got a B for food uh, and... Uh, Cafeteria. Uh, let's see. Who else? Junior Brown's got a C plus. Could have been worse, I suppose. Mark G, your Bears got a C. Uh, AJB, Falcons got a C. Let's see. Saints got an F. How in the... How in the... Baby in a cake fuck are the saints that low when it comes to food? How? New Orleans is known for its amazing food. Are you shitting me? They even had their stadium that was called the Mercedes Beignets Stadium. What are we doing? New Orleans Saints. <sighs> My God, man. You can't be that bad in the food department. Other stuff, sure. Not food. What are you doing? What are you passing out? I wonder what they're doing. They're probably like, oh, here's some, uh, we made you some Zatarans. All those Zatarans is the shit. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I know that's probably blasphemous to you uh, folks from New Orleans, you Louisiana folk, but uh, Zatarans is my shit. I don't care. That's my go-to. It's easy. It's easy. I like it. Saints can't afford Emerald. Yeah, right? (laughs) They had to settle for Clarence. (laughs) <laughs> Claire's walking into the team cabin here. Hey guys, uh, I made everybody grilled cheeses. Why is mine soggy? I sweated on it, my bad. I'm like, damn it, I don't want this shit. <laughs> Titan Hugo said they got F's because it wasn't crawfish season. Facts. Facts. You can still find crawfish though. That's bullshit. AJB, you mad at your Falcons, bro? Met at your Falcons. Amos at all the restaurants across the street from the facilities on Veterans Highway for free complaining. Huh? I don't know what that means. All right. Uh, Chargers got an F and so did the Bengals. Well, I wouldn't expect the Bengals to have good food. But what about Skyline Chili? What about it? It's a bowl of diarrhea. Next. All right. Um, nutritionist and dietitian. Do we really give a shit? No surprise, Dolphins are up there. So are the Vikings. Look at the Texans. 
A lot of uh, that's that's the Texans, Raiders, Falcons. There you go, AJB. Uh, Niners are up there. Broncos, Cowboys got a B. Titans got a B. Uh, where are the Saints at? They got a B minus. Okay. Browns got a C plus. Jen Bears got a C plus. Who got the F's? The Chiefs and the Bengals. These are the teams that have been the most dominant over the last couple of years. And they're the ones at the bottom of the pile and all this shit. It's kind of wild. Bills, Steelers, Chiefs, and Bengals. Huh. I mean, the Cardinals they got a lot of bad grades across the board. Look at that. D plus D, C, F. I wonder if, hold on. I, I wonder if they got the, uh, Arizona Cardinals report card mixed up with one of Kyler Murray's report cards. It could be. He may have came home from school one day and thrown it on the table and then it just got in a pile and whoop, they got the wrong one. I don't know. Um... All right, what's up next? Locker room. A lot of teams got an A on this. Dolphins, Vikings, Cowboys, Raiders, Jags, and the Bears were all up there with A's. Lots of good grades, right? B's, Lions, Ravens, Packers, Eagles, Saints, Colts, Seahawks, Texans. Bills and Niners were in the B category, whether it's BB plus, whatever. Oh, Titans are in the C category. Browns was a D. Jen, um, Bengals was a D, Broncos was a D, a lot of F's, a lot of F's in the, in the locker room category. Falcons, Chargers, Cardinals, Steelers, Chiefs again, and Commanders, all F's, all F's. Flips it, I'm curious to compare them to their tailgate food. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. All right, uh, training room. Training room, uh, Dolphins again, A. Dolphins, Vikings, Jags. And that was the best. Then Vegas. And then the Raiders, Bears, Bills, Texans. Saints, Eagles, Bengals. A lot of Bs. A lot of good Bs. Okay, a few Cs. Who's the F? One F, the Commanders. Way to go. Way to go. Three Ds. Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs. Again. Boy, the Chiefs and the Commanders really suck at this. Yikes. Uh, training staff, Dolphins, Eagles, Giants, Falcons, Panthers. Bees are a lot of people. Lots of bees. Being nice to the trainers, you better. Boy, look at all those bees. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, Texas got a B plus. Let's go. Uh, who got F's? Surprise! Chiefs and Commanders. Jesus. Cowboys got a D plus in that. There you go, Big D. Plus. Kirsten Pam uses that the Chargers are in a new stadium and they got an F. Go figure. It's probably not customized for them, right? Uh, the players from the SEC schools probably think every NFL locker room is meh. <laughs> it could be. That very well could be. All right. Uh, weight room. 
Dolphins, Raiders, Bills all got an A+. Ooh, way to step up. There's a bunch of A's. Cowboys got an A. A uh, bunch of B's. Uh, Texans got a B. Broncos. Chiefs got a C. Finally out of the basement in this. All right, only two F's. Falcons. Aaron. Falcons and Patriots both got an F in this. And the Browns got a D. Chargers got a D plus. Okay. A lot of C's and B's and stuff. So, yeah, you seem like that. I feel like that would be a, a good focus. Uh, Chris said, hold up. Chargers and Rams in the same stadium. And uh, Ram rated locker room B and Rams F. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, different. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're uh, maybe they're more wussified. All right, strength coach. I don't really give a shit about this, but we'll just look. Look at that. So many A's. Everybody loves their strength coach. Who got an F? One, the Falcons. Look at that. No one. Everybody was nice to their strength coach. Everybody was nice. Like, I'm sure they felt bad even giving out C's. They're like, hey, my bad coach. Like. C minus, but that's, there's not even that many. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's it. That's not a lot when you're looking at the rest of this. Other than that, it's like B's and B pluses and all that. And everybody's feeling good and shit. Not the Falcons. <laughs> Falcons like, we're weak, bro. We're weak and you suck. Team travel. Of course, Dolphins and Vikings are at the top. Saints are up there. Bears are up there with a B. Texans a B minus. Lots of C's and D's. Uh, your F's are the Commanders, the Bucks, and the Titans. Hope you're happy, Hugo. But this is why everyone hates the Titans, okay? Where are the Cowboys at on travel? Eh, C minus. Okay. And here we go. Head coach. This should be good. A plus. Vikings, Lions, and the Chiefs. Vikings, Lions, and Chiefs all got A pluses for their head coaches. Interesting. We know they love playing for Dan Campbell. We knew that. Um, we know they love playing for Andy Reid. So uh, Miami got an A. Rams got an A. Niners, Eagles. I mean, look at all. That's a lot of A's, man. Eagles, Bengals, Seahawks, Cowboys. What? That shocked me a little bit. Mike McCarthy getting an A? Really? Interesting. Uh, Bills doesn't shock me. Um, the Steelers doesn't shock me. Giants get an A minus. That's kind of shocking. Jags A minus. No. Panthers A minus. But that was like, uh, I mean that that was a weird deal, right? Um, D'Amico got an A minus. Broncos A minus. That's a weird one too. How do you? 
What? Okay. Maybe they all hated Russ. I don't know. Cardinals got an A minus. I mean, there's a lot of a, a lot of lot of A minuses. One, two. Let's see, a lot of A's. One, two, three, four, five, eight, nine to the Bills. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 to the Rams, 16, 17, 18. 19 of the teams had an A for head coach. 19. Uh, your B's were Tampa, Patriots, Browns, Saints, Chargers, Jets, Bears, Titans, Ravens, Packers. Yeah, and that's not bad. I mean, it's not. It could be worse, right? Uh, and then look at that. Falcons got a C+. Plus. Commanders got a C, and the Raiders got a D. Yikes. Yikesy, yikesy. Last one. It is owner. Here we go. Minnesota Vikings got an A+. Dolphins got an A+. Duh. They were the top two in just about every category. I mean, when you look at this, Dolphins, we know, got an A in everything, right? The Vikings got uh, an A in everything except they got a B in training staff and a B-plus in food. Everything else was A's, so of course their owner got an A-plus. Uh, ownership, e- Eagles got an A, Jags, Broncos, Packers, voted for themselves, uh, <laughs> Ravens, Niners, Bills, Falcons, all got A's. Giants got a B plus. Texans got a B plus. Uh oh. Bye, total Dallas. I don't even have to. I don't even have to read it. I just know. I know what it is. <clears throat> That's enough lip out of total Dallas. Uh, what is? Why is he firing off eight thousand things in the? Let's see. Houston has the largest weight room. Oh, I get it. That's actually pretty funny. That's super funny. Uh, did Atlanta fire their strength coach? AV, you need a calculator. What? Did TD not your wait time was more? Uh, two teams in Houston, AV. What? John Griffin was named director of player performance on Feb 22. I don't know what that means. That's enough. I told Dallas. Tony was like, that's enough. Sick of your shit. That's funny. All right. Ownership. Um, so Giants, Texans, Titans. Ugh. Bears got a B plus. Surprising there. Uh, Saints with a B plus. Uh, Raiders with a B plus. Surprising there. Cowboys with a B. Browns with a B. Commanders with a B. But that's a new ownership deal, so that checks out. Lions with a B minus. Jets. Now here's where it starts to starts to get dicey. Rams are a C plus. Bengals a C plus. Seahawks a C plus. Chargers a C plus. Colts are a C. Patriots are a D plus. Mm, my, how the mighty have fallen. Patriots are a D plus. Carolina, Carolina's a D. The Bucks are a D minus. And the Steelers are an F. What? Steelers are an F. The Cardinals are an F. And the Kansas City Chiefs are an F minus. Yo, 
That's wild. That's wild. Now, keep in mind, this is players, not fans. So you could be like, ah. But the players do not like ownership in KC. They do not like ownership in Arizona, and they do not like ownership in Pittsburgh. And they really don't like it in Tampa, Carolina, and New England either. Robert Kraft and pissed off some people, man. So there you go. Um, Texans look good overall. I think that's the takeaway there. B plus, A minus, B minus, B, B, B plus, B plus, B, A plus, A minus, B plus. I mean, their worst grade the Texans got overall was a B minus. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. For a team that's had its moments of suckedness, it's pretty good. Cream of the crop, though, according to the players right now, Dolphins and Vikings. Hands down. If you're a free agent, you want to go play for the Dolphins and the Vikings, apparently. Two best teams in the NFL to play for. Worst team in the NFL to play for? The two worst teams in the NFL to play for just based on the grades it looks like? The Chiefs? and Look at that. Ranked 31st of 32 teams. Chiefs. Damn! Who ranked worse, the Commanders uh, or was it Arizona? Arizona was ranked 27th. So it had to have been Washington, right, the Commanders? Let me sort this. Let's see. It had to have been the Commanders ranked worse. Yeah. Bro, the fact that the Chiefs ranked 31st. Look at that. Chiefs ranked 31st. Of 32 teams overall. <laughs> and that's where they fell. That's where they ranked. That is not good. The only place they excelled was head coach. Everywhere else, they were lagging behind, according to the survey. And there's your com- the, the worst team in football. That's crazy. Um... And then we want to see how did your Tennessee Titans rank Titan Hugo. Titans were ranked overall 18th. Okay. Uh, let's go check some of y'all's other teams. Saints. Uh, how did uh, how does y'all Saints do? They were ranked overall 19th. Mid. Uh, Dolphins, that's for heartthrob. Philip Barnard, your Dolphins rank number one, baby. Let's go. Out of 32 teams, ranked numero uno. Look at that. They were third, first, second, third, first, 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 second, first, eighth, and first. That's pretty good. Uh, What's up, Christopher? Me and the Chiefs have NFL cheat code. Obviously, it's in the script. Right. Uh, all right, uh, let's see who else. Do, do. Uh, who did I just look at? Oh, Dolphins. Vikings, Chargers, Rams, Raiders, Chiefs, Jags, Colts, Texans. Here we go. Where do you guys think they're ranked? I'm going to say they're ranked 12th. Ooh-hoo! Oh! 
The NFL Players and the NFL Players Association rank your Houston Texans seventh overall, the seventh best franchise to play for. They were fifth, fourth, third, tenth, seventh, seventh, twentieth, twenty-fourth, twelve, fourteen, sixteen. So they lack a little bit in the weight room and strength and conditioning area. But everything else, well, and of course, we can attest to that by all the injuries they had. Titan Hugo said, How Vegas ranked with that billion dollar stadium. Hey, just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean you do it right. Just because you spent it doesn't mean you spent it wisely. You know what I'm saying? Let's see how they ranked. Uh, ninth overall. Treatment of families, they were 12th. What was their worst one? Head coach, they were 32nd. Uh, training staff, they were 13. Team travel, they were 18. That's wild. You would think travel, if you were in Vegas, you would think it would be better, right? I would think so. I would think travel, I mean, Vegas is a travel destination and a hub thing. You would think travel overall would be a better deal there. I don't know. Uh, All right, let's see. Cowboys, where are they ranked? Where are we saying? 14th? Oh, they were 12th. Okay. I'll see you, Cowboys. There you go. 4th, 11th, 11th, 2nd, 26th, 30th. They were bad in the training staff department. 5th, 17th, 22nd, 9th, and 19th. And ownership. This one kind of does surprise me that they like playing for Mike McCarthy. Uh, okay. Broncos. Here you go, Bronco Jeff Bell. Your Broncos are ranked 16th. Their worst category was strength. Uh, Jen, your Bengals were ranked. Or Browns, excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Jen, your Browns were ranked 23rd. <laughs> Players don't like playing for the Browns, Jen. Their worst category was weight room. But they did not do good in any category, really. They didn't have a top 10 finish in anything. Got some work to do, Cleveland. Mark G, your Chicago Bears, they ranked 10th overall. What? So you're telling me there's a chance. Nice. Uh, excuse me, uh, strength coach was their worst category. No, I'm sorry, nutritionist, dietitian was their worst category. Um, <laughs> Jen said, well, I don't like being a fan, so we're even. <laughs> Jen is so sassy, I love it. Uh, we got the Bears in, Bills, Ravens, Cardinals, Falcons. AJB, your Falcons were ranked 25th overall. Way to go, Aaron, yeah! <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, Falcons' worst category was strength. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Oh, I'm sorry. No, the Falcons' worst category was uh, playing football. <laughs> sorry, buddy. That I take it back. I take it back. They'll be fine, I'm sure. You have one good season as a Texans fan. Now you're down here talking shit, huh, Laminac? Um, 
Do they have a before and after Watson got there? No, I don't know. Um, Chiefs just released MVS. He's fast as hell, so he'll probably get another shot. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, he's going to have that hands thing following him. You know what I mean? That's certainly going to... Teams are certainly going to look at that at least. I don't know how much that weighs into him not getting a deal. Somebody's going to take him. Because like you said, you can't teach speed. You know what I mean? Somebody will take a chance on him. But um, you know what I haven't looked at in a hot-ass minute? In fact, I don't think we've looked at it all year. NCAA men's rankings. Now, Barry... Stop the steal. Shut up, Total Dallas. That was done fair and square, sir. Now, Barry, why you don't like college basketball? Why on earth would you, of all people, want to look at the rankings? Go Cougs! That's why. Cougs sitting pretty at number one. Numero uno. 24 and 3. Um, I haven't looked at the bracketology lately, but definitely a one seed uh, getting ready to head into the tournament. And I saw an article on the front page of ESPN. I did not read it yet. I probably will read it. Probably not. But if you just, if you're like me and you just read headlines and then make wild assumptions. And I know you are. Oh, breaking news, everybody. Projected number one pick, Clayton Clark, is going to enter the NBA draft. In other news, the sun is going to come up tomorrow. No shit she's going to enter the NBA draft. Was there... Was there a... Was there a chance she wasn't? Was it one of those things was like, well, we'll see if she does or doesn't. The greatest college basketball player, at least from a women's perspective ever, might not go to the WNBA to cash in on it. That's so stupid. Did I say NBA? I said I'm in WNBA. Shut up. Well, who the fuck is, who is this? Who is this? In some random ass messages. That is concerning, sir. Who the hell that was? That was weird. Uh, what is this? I'm look at this. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's just so silly. I mean, write up your little article, but this is not breaking news. This was a foregone conclusion. This was a no doubter. Like the odds of her going to, if you had, if you were going to wager on it, it was probably like plus, plus one bajillion. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't know who this is. 
What is this? I don't know. I'm sorry. I ended up getting distracted. Something happened. NBA would have been news. Oh, yes. Exactly. Thank you. You're 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 a thousand percent right, Amos. Yeah. Had that said the NBA draft, then it would have been like, holy shit. Breaking news. Caitlin Clark enters the NBA draft. Been like, oh, damn. That's some breaking news. I mean, shit, you might as well write an article. Breaking news. Fat Twitch sports talk host Barry Labanac ate a bunch of fat food. Felt guilty about it, complained about eating fat, but didn't do anything except be fat. Breaking news. Stupid. Just stupid. Just stupid. Uh, all right, people, it's about that time. Hey, what's up, Joe Pro? Ladies and gentlemen, before we get to my opinions on uh, some matters at hand, I need uh, I need, uh, I need all of you, as a matter of fact. I'm going to start drinking my Dad Coke right now. Shut up, Mina. I need all of you to grab a shot glass, would you? Or uh, whatever the hell this is. Grab a glass. Because uh, we've, well, we've got some. Uh... Got some birthdays. Let's go. I don't think he's here. But I don't care. I don't need him to be here. I can get hype up in this bitch without him. You hear me? I can get so pumped, so ready. I can fluff it. He don't need to be here. You hear me? He don't need to be here for me to enjoy my boy's birthday. Yeah. <sighs> Happy birthday to the OG, one of the OG deckheads. Um, my dog Josh, aka Seven Thirteen Hooligan. This man uh, is a staunch supporter of this show. He is a uh, fantastic human being. Um, he will uh, punch you in the face and then give you a hug. He's a scary looking man, but he's a big old softy. Uh, lucky to have him as part of this community. Lucky to have him um, supporting this show. And Josh, damn it, wherever you're at, buddy. Wherever you happen to be right now, out there rolling around, probably on your motorcycle, chasing tail, I don't know, whatever you're doing. Brother, I hope you have the best day, man. You deserve it. Happy birthday to you, my friend. I hope you get roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into, buddy. Love you to death. Cheers. Happy birthday. 
Josh is a great man. Yes, he is indeed. Yes, he is indeed. And you guys didn't think I would just not make a slide for BZH420, did you? Come on! We was outside on the patio. I didn't get to give my mans a proper birthday salute because we were doing tray on deck on berry on deck on the patio yesterday. But I had to make my boy a slide. So, uh, BZH420, buddy, even though you're a stupid-ass Yankees fan, I still love you, still appreciate you, hope you had a great birthday, man. Happy birthday to you. I met Hooligan once, I stopped going outside after that. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. Yo, what up, Shock? Steven said Roadhead on a motorcycle. Yeah. By yourself. It's called being gifted. Okay? You have a rib removed, and then you just Marilyn Manson that hell. Don't, don't judge. All right, happy birthday, BZH420. Happy birthday, Mr. Hooligan. Love you guys. Hope you have the best day. All right. Oh, Means is a scary dude who can beat me up. Yes, probably. That too. He wouldn't, though. Big ol' pussycat. Big ol' pussycat. All right, there you go. Happy birthday, fellas. Happy birthday to the both of you. Okay, uh, let's talk about something that went down on the Twitters. One of my best homies, happy birthday, 713 Hooligan. We kick it every day. Oh, we kick it every other day. I'll make Dre give him some roadhead on the bike. Okay. That was weird, but. Uh, hey, were y'all, uh, truck driver Pookie, were y'all friends before the show or did y'all meet, um, because of, uh, Barry on deck? Just curious. I'm always curious to see how many of you guys became friends because of the show or how many of you met, um, because of this show. That's always fascinating to me and quite cool, honestly. It's quite cool. Some of you have told me like, man, I didn't know some of these people before this show and I have made best friends for life. <sighs> Truck driver Pussy said, no, we met through the discord because my window got broke out from the weed eater. Oh, no shit. Dude, that's badass. I love it. I absolutely love it. That's fantastic, dude. That is fantastic. I love to hear it. I love it. I love it. That's great. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some shit that went down on X. On, um, well, it wasn't my ex, but I responded to it. Um, and I actually saw this. Stephen the other guy said, I don't know any of you people. No, we don't know you either, asshole. Joe Pro said the same thing. I don't know none of y'all. Now I do. Oh, I didn't know none of y'all. Now I do. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. 
That's okay. That's okay. We don't judge. <laughs> Trey said, I met Pookie at the Trucker's Paradise. He was soliciting in the park a lot. Uh, I really don't know if, like, if truck driver Pookie and Dr. Dre on 290 ever ended up in the same room, I really think there would be a fight. I think that these guys, like, would they just hate each other. And they would just, it would just be the nastiest. They would fight. Oh, my God. Tayugo said window broke from a weed eater. You mean a place a window should have been, but you had cardboard. What? Oh, what? No, he means he was weed eating and it kicked up a rock and broke the window. What? 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 All right. uh, Stay on track. Stay on track, people. Stay on track. Bear on deck ultimate fighting tournament. Oh. We could bring back the old 1560 days and do a slap fest. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Found it, guys. Now, this was actually I saw this on Dre's Uh we all used to go out to Kobo's when he was in the Toscasita. Oh, nice. Um, I found this on Dre's timeline and I felt compelled to comment on it based off of the fact that I am a stand-up comedy guy. I'm a stand-up comedy Ian. <clears throat> um, damn, this motherfucker called him Titan Goo Goo. <laughs> he called him Titan Goo Goo. Oh my God. And now he will forever be known as Titan Goo Goo. God damn. God damn. Damn. See? And you were mad because you I accidentally said truck driver pussy one day and it stuck. And you're like, I hate that fucking name. Sometimes it just happens. Isn't that right, Titan Google? Sometimes you don't get to pick your nickname. Sometimes people just say it wrong. Sometimes people just type it wrong. And there you go. Truck driver Pussy is now anointed tr- to Titan Google. And it's now come full circle. And there we go. Okay, let's focus here, people. Yahoo! There's a name I hadn't seen in a hot-ass minute. What's up, Killian Music? Good to see you, my friend. Thank you, sir, for the 100 bits. Long time no see. Welcome back to the program. Always good to have you in. Coincidence, isn't that the sound Titans QB, Titan QBs make? <sighs> Boy, that was not your best effort total dallas not even close uh pookie clarence and myself went to an astral game two years ago and needless to say right field was a wreck oh, i bet i bet so let it be written so let it be so yeah tighten google from now on all right uh let's talk about this folks let's talk about it dr Dran 290 brought it up 
I saw this on his timeline and I found it very interesting. And I, I wasn't aware that this was even a thing until I saw him tweet about it. But uh, Jim Florentine was actually the one who tweeted it. But it said, I guess I need to clean up my act. My comedy shows in Seattle are canceled along with uh, Louis J. Gomez, Dave Smith, and Kurt Metzger. Now, this was a letter that was sent out. Now, I what I don't know is, I don't know who sent this letter uh, or who it was sent to. I don't know if it was sent to the clubs or I mean to the to the to the uh to the people like the fans or if it was sent to the performers i don't know but hang with me here this is important stuff all right this is this is what it says after careful consideration and discussions with our team investors local comedians neighborhood av- neighborhood advocacy groups We've encountered a challenging situation that requires us to revisit the planned shows. Capitol Hill is known for its progressive values, and we've received significant feedback expressing concerns about the alignment of these upcoming shows with the neighborhood ethos. This feedback includes concerns from local advocacy groups, that are deeply embedded in our community and work towards upholding its values. Given the feedback and to avoid any potential negative impact on both our club and the artists involved, as well as to maintain the harmony within our community, we believe the most responsible course of action is to not move forward with these shows for... Dave Smith on April 11th, Luis J. Gomez from May 31st to June 1st, Jim Florentine from September 21st, and sadly, Kurt Metzger on October 11th and 12th as well. This decision was not made lightly, and we want to ensure it does not reflect on your talent and the quality of your work, but is instead a reflection of your commitment, of our commitment to our community's values We will also ensure that any tickets sold are refunded promptly to our patrons and we will communicate this decision to them. Oh, so this was to the comedians then. We will also ensure that these tickets are sold and refunded promptly to our patrons and we'll communicate this decision to them with the sensitivity and respect it deserves. We truly value the art of comedy and the diverse perspectives it brings. To our lives. It's our hope that we can find a way to work together in the future under different circumstances. In the meantime, we are committed to making this transition as smooth as possible and are here to discuss any concerns or questions you may have. Thank you for understanding and your incredible contributions to the world of comedy. We wish you all the best in your upcoming projects and hope to have the opportunity to collaborate in the future. To me, this is crazy in that I likened this to a book burning. That's what this amounted to to me when I read this. Because what this what this felt like was this felt like a group of people got together and said, we don't like the things that those guys 
say. We don't like the words that they say. We don't like the jokes that they tell. We don't like the things that they stand for. We don't like the things they represent. We don't want them in this community. We don't want them performing at your venue. And should you bring them in, we will protest. We will not go to any of your other shows in the future. So it wasn't just a, we're not going to go to those four shows. It is, we will encourage people to boycott your venue going forward. It was essentially, if you bring these guys in that we don't like, we're going to do our best to get you shut down. That's what this feels like, right? Rather than just saying, hey, we don't like these guys. We're not going to go see them. They don't want anybody to be able to see them. And look, Jerome had a point when I was talking to him about it. He said, that's kind of always been the case though, right, Barry? He said, if you think about it, a business owner isn't going to book a comic that doesn't vibe with his community. For example, let's say that I book a comedy room in, um, you know, let's say it's in Kingwood or, or, or yeah, let's say it's in Kingwood and you know, um, let's just make an assumption that my crowd and community is predominantly white. I'm not going to be bringing in a ton of urban acts because they're not going to go. <clears throat> and I said, no, I get that. I get that. Venues don't bring in acts that don't vibe right like if you're if you're running a comedy club in like in a um oh what's the word i'm looking for an eclectic part of town right if you had a comedy club in montrose here in houston for example for those of you that don't know that maybe don't live in houston montrose is a very eclectic it's a very um it's where our it's it's a very uh, lgbtq plus predominant community it's a very artsy, um, eclectic, right? So if you had a comedy club there, yeah, you're probably not bringing in Andrew Dice Clay. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not, yeah, you're, you're probably not doing something like that. Based off of just doesn't vibe with the community. However, in this particular case, these guys were already booked. So what that tells me is that this club or this venue felt like these guys would be a draw. They felt like that they would sell tickets. They felt like that, hey, it, it has nothing to do with the community not coming out and supporting and buying tickets these guys are big enough names that I'm not worried about selling tickets for these guys. They'll, they'll sell plenty. There's enough people in the area that want to see them. It'll be fine. What happened is enough people got together and said, I don't like the things he says. 
we want them removed. We don't want anyone to be able to see them and listen to their comedy in our area. And that's a really, really scary, slippery slope. Now, I will say, it is a very it is very much kind of a catch 22 type of thing, right? On the one side you have to say everyone has the right to their opinion, everyone has the right to say what they want to say, freedom of speech, right? And comedy is comedy and jokes are jokes. And some guys make might make jokes that offend you or you don't like, but not everybody thinks everything that you think is offensive is offensive right and so there's that there's that that dynamic of i'm not offended by that and just because you are doesn't mean i should and just because i'm offended by it doesn't mean you should be or whatever vice versa right we all don't live in the same world believing the same things and getting offended by the same thing so it's It just, it feels very, it's very cautionary that they can just go in and say, well, a few groups got together and decided that they were going to make it miserable on us in the area if they brought you in. I want, let's, let's go back, right? Let's go back and let's think about the times when. And, and hear me out here. And I'm I'm making I'm jumping to a lot of conclusions here. I'm making a lot of assumptions, but I also feel really really safe in making these assumptions. Okay, let's take for example my club that I own that I I don't know that I uh, host a show at Hop Scholar. It's here in Spring, Texas, and Hop Scholar is an alehouse. It's a venue, right? But let's say that Hop Scholar does other shows, and they do. And the owner has asked me to start booking some other shows. So let's say that I decide I'm going to book a drag show. I'm like, hey, who doesn't love a good drag show? It packs the place out, have a great time. So I book a drag show. I find a bunch of drag queens. It's on and popping. Drag show night next Saturday. And then the church down the street. And then there's the, the, the other church that's a few, uh, a, a little further away. And then some other community group gets together and says, if you do this, we're going to do everything in our power to make sure nobody goes to Hop Scholar." That community and people that support the LGBTQ plus community and the drag show community, those marginalized groups, for example, would be livid if they weren't allowed to express themselves and hold those types of events, right? So what I'm saying is this, the same people that are talking about the ethos of the neighborhood and the the advocacy groups those are the same ones that would be fighting the churches and other groups, advocacy groups that would be fighting to have 
drag shows shut down and books that talk about gay marriage or LGBTQ plus concerns banned from being able to be read. You can't have it both ways. Either you have the right to your entertainment and your beliefs and the things that you want to hear in your echo chamber and others do too, or none of us do. And it's a weird thing, right? Now there's, there, there is the whole other part of it, which is, well, what's, how far is too far? And is it hate speech and all those things? And that's a whole separate thing. Because there are, and don't get me wrong, there are comedians out there that say shit that is hateful, racist, misogynistic, homophobic, in the name of comedy, and expect and think they should be able to get away with it because it's comedy. And I don't agree with that. It's like, nah, you don't just get to come out and say shit like that because you're on stage with a mic in your hand and you call yourself a comedian. You don't get to do that, right? But there's a lot of stuff that's edgy, that tiptoes of line, that you know maybe gets up to it and slightly crosses it but comes back. It's not so egregious. It's not so in your face. It is a joke. It has a setup. It has a punchline. It has a premise. It is not 100% based in reality. It is what, it, it, and, and that's a very much, it's an, I mean, comedy is, for as raw as comedy is, it's very much nuanced. But this just, it, 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 at first blush, this just seems on the surface like, it's a book burning in reverse. Like some of these advocacy groups that don't like the Louis J. Gomez's of the world and the Kurt Metzger's of the world that these guys say some awful shit and it's hurt their feelings and they feel like they have marginalized, marginalized groups with their comedy. They don't want them in their communities. And it's like, yeah, well, just so you know, this is happening to the very same people you're trying to protect all over the country. I, I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I just know this ain't it. And I think that it was telling and I thought it was very interesting because the first comment I thought was the best comment. And it was from somebody named Tilly Divine Studios. And it says, back in my day, if we didn't like a comedian, we didn't go see him. We, didn't, we did not demand that no one in a 500-mile radius be allowed to not see them either. And I think that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, let's think about this for a second. Back in the day, Andrew Dice Clay, and that's what I was thinking about this this morning. Andrew Dice Clay was so misogynistic. Oh, my God. I would never have taken, like, my daughter to see an Andrew Dice Clay comedy concert. Would I have protested? I'm sure there was women's rights groups and shit that did. Sure. Would I have ever taken my daughter to see him? Do no. 
But would I ever want to prevent some a couple of bros from going and enjoying themselves at his concert? It's a, for the most part, it's harmless. No. They should be allowed to go and watch that if they want to. It doesn't mean I have to go. It doesn't mean I have to participate. It doesn't mean I have to like it. And that's, that's, I think that's the point to me, right? It's the same thing with books that talk about gay marriage or books that talk about a subject you don't like or you're not comfortable with. Don't read it. Yeah, but what about our kids? Well, then don't let your kid read it. But there are other parents that don't mind if their kid reads it or would encourage them to read it. Well, but what if my kid gets a hold of it at the library? Well, I don't know what to tell. I mean, like, I don't know. But that, 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 that's, that's just what it feels like. It's just there's this level of censorship going on that I just don't think that comedy clubs should be participating in. But that's just me. All right, let me, uh, let me check the chat here. Got a lot to catch up on. Uh, <sighs> yeah, going through the time might seem to be a letter from the club. Good Lord, I'm glad my neighborhood doesn't have an ethos. That sounds complicated. Yes, uh, diverse. Sounds like the community buys tickets and they're not trying to fuck that up. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like Their community buys tickets to all the other shows. But that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, I get it. From a business decision perspective, they're like, we really don't have a choice. They're saying they're going to they're gonna encourage everybody to boycott all of our other shows. But I also promise you this. You book the comics that they love, they're going to go. They're going to go. Uh, that's too far. Totally agree. Seattle sounds a bit inclusive. Uh, just don't book it and move on. Uh, I don't think Jeff Foxworthy ever played the Apollo, and that seems understood. Hi, Barry. Hey, what's up, Brian? It's been a while. I've been busy with crazy work. Nice. Well, good. Good work is a good thing, brother. Good to see you, man. I'm sorry you've been sick. It's pretty presumptuous for people to threaten to boycott or shut down some businesses. People are to, uh, are to be accepting of their beliefs but don't accept other people's beliefs that's the that's the yeah that was the part that i had a problem with i think you should give comedy club of 1960 a try i think you'd be a hit but i remember you said you don't like how they had comedy with a k no they just i've just never hit them up they never hit me up i hate people that spell comedy with a k but i would still work there i just wouldn't go simple exactly tony said if you need drag queens ask the 97.5 chat uh, if you don't like it, just don't go. I hate the fact that people try to force their opinions. On it. Exactly. That's my point. Uh, damn, Barry on deck. You nailed it. Nuance. That has gotten lost. Yep. You're right. CZ. Just don't go. Exactly. Can't afford to take your kids to local shows. Save that for the summer. My kid has unlimited access on their phone, but school books are where I draw the line. Oh, fuck. That's such a good point. Bleed blue. Such a good point. I don't want my kids learning about X, Y, Z. Guess what? Your kids are going to learn it. Your kids are going to learn it. They're just not, they just, you're just taking away one avenue. They're going to learn it. Just maybe not in the way you think. They're going to learn it from their friends. They're going to learn it from the internet. They're going to learn it. You can't, you can't stop it. Uh, Mark's it right down the road from Hop Scholar. Uh, MAGA nutbags likely to rally with Trump flags at intersections in Montgomery County as well. That's true. 
Your kids already know. True that. Hey, what's up, Justin Kim? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, pimpin'. All right, I hate to do this, folks, but your boy has to pee so damn bad. I'm about to piss my pants again. You can blame the second jug of water on that. I got to bounce. I'm sorry. I'm about to. I'm about to urinate all of my sweats and my undies and all that shit. And we got three minutes to go before I run this bad boy anyway. So I got to get it. Hey, man, uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Sorry I missed the Monday show coming back from OKC, but I uh, hope you enjoyed Tuesday and Wednesday and today, and I love you guys, and I will see you guys on uh, Monday of next week. Enjoy your weekend, uh, whatever sports you watch, and uh, yeah, I'll see you next week, all right? In the meantime, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. I'll see y'all next week, everybody. Be safe. Bye. Hey, I appreciate you, Mr. Reyes. Thank you, buddy. Love you, CC. Later, dubs. Oh, my God. I got to be so bad. This has to hurry. I can't even hear the music without me. Daddy's making a YouTube video! Daddy's making a YouTube video!